0: Hey there it's matt ryan are you enjoying this a7fl podcast well i'm glad you are because that means you can give us money that's right you can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch that's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch up there right now we have some thick boy season merchandise we've got some hush hush shirts and also we've got some cory hammond related merchandise coming soon a Corey hammond Corey hammond's t shirt hoodie and a whole lot more you can get all of them right now sent to you nice comfy and cozy at tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch and also you can find it in the show notes now back to that podcast you like Welcome back to the show that tries to fulfill all your A7 needs. Charlie Badge. Something like that. <laughs> well, hi. Welcome to the Ken Hall. Uncle Charlie. And the Bob Kitchenberg. And for you, Chris Vera, the Russell Maryland 67th edition. Yeah. On the other side of the ball. Number one draft choice. That he was from the U. Indeed. Anyway, hi. Welcome. On YouTube, welcome, 702-608-3259, 702-608-3259, to talk all your A7FL needs and all points in between.
1: Not like we'll answer you.
0: Well, <laughs> you got to call first, but if you're going to call, oh, please yeah, state your name and <clears throat> don't state your case, but just state your name. Anyhow, double oh, A Anthony Alvarez back in the building with you, with my guys. Uh, name
2: and back number. That too.
0: From the Rainbow <laughs> Bridge of Asgard, still celebrating from Monday night.
2: Thank you, Miss Kelly, for my T-shirt. I and, love it. And I dude, had yeah. to move the mic just so, is, so you guys that, can that's see. That's him. It.
0: That's the that's the Rainbow yeah. Bridge of Asgard. Scott the Viking McCorkle, Shh. butthole whisperer. I'm talking to butthole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there we go. There's another There's uh, another tag in there. I think
0: I think you need an echo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some the, of them I've seen, ladies and gentlemen. An that
0: is also Chris Vera <laughs> joining us. Also, hi. And also fresh of still celebrating Hail to the Victors from Monday night in Houston, Texas. Um, he's all decked out in his scarlet and gray. However, he, he runs all this shit. His name's Derek Duncan.
3: <laughs> I'm wearing my red, but go blue. UN- UNLV in the okay. house as always, but University of Michigan in my heart. National champions, baby.
0: First time since 1997. Satan <laughs> with the natty. But the first time by itself since 1948. Dude,
2: I'm, no, I'm just—it's I mean, true. Just, it's true. It's true. I mean, just it's just the legit. winningest yeah. program in all of college football. That is correct. They have yeah. the most
0: wins.
3: 1, I, I mean, it's in, probably
0: in sports history. It's probably a thousand. past. Yeah. No, the Giants have over ten thousand.
3: What? Okay, well, if you're counting baseball. number of wins yes, baseball. for baseball. When they play a hundred and seventy-three thousand games season, okay, if we're talking fo- if win we're talk- we're percentages uh, per year uh, since the beginning of time, if we're talking football, we open no, that no. Camp. Let's talk about winning uh, as a, as a program in sports. Winning percentage per
4: year over time. Over I bet time. you Michigan's number one.
0: Over time,
4: well, they I bet you Michigan football number
3: to. one.
0: They have a thousand and three wins. Okay.
3: And they play 10 and 12 game seasons.
0: Yes, they do. Yeah. So you had to play That's
3: like 16,000 seasons to get a
4: win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you say 16,000? Yeah. <laughs> well, considering well, they're like starting hey. the 1800s. <laughs> like to it's match like, baseball.
3: It's like crazy. Marcus Aurelius and then Michigan. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Since we have two maize and blue people in the house, oh, shit. does Harbaugh leave yes or no? Oh, my bad. Does we have, have three
3: maize and blue people in the house. Chris, you yep. want to make an announcement?
0: I, I Dude. You're jumping off the bandwagon? I not, I'm not. I'm not
1: on. jumping. I'm jumping on, on the bandwagon. Okay. So when, when the game started, I found myself rooting for Michigan in a big way. So I jumped on the
4: bandwagon.
1: Very, very, very true. And uh, there might be a surprise or two at my anniversary party on Saturday. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to behave myself, too. You, dude.
2: I'm gonna behave you don't myself know, so well. You don't
1: know the women in my family.
2: I'm going to behave myself. So you well. better
1: because if not, they are going to have fun with you. I'm just I, letting not, you know. Now. Probably
2: not in a fun way for no. me. No, I'm just gonna get embarrassed no. the whole time. Exactly. I'll be even more red than I am now. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's all right. But, but the good thing is, you might have a dance partner or two. Oh, I know how how the by the I, way, congratulations to uh,
0: Jim Hartball and his staff. Um, as Jim Hartball said, he can now sit at the table because now he has the championship
2: that he can claim. Now, can
1: I can I say one thing? Go ahead.
2: They need to bring uh, TAA football back. No, no, the no, no. Um, no. The video just, game yeah. that's happening this year. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, is going to be a cheat card. I, I
1: I called my You're wife. Not wrong. I called my wife, mm-hmm. and she was not very happy, and I was like. A little surprised. Why? I, I, mm, that's a whole nother story. But I will say this um, to my wife, who has put up with my BS. Yes,
0: by the way, happy early anniversary. Thank you. I okay. appreciate that.
1: Impressive. Um, Imp- for everybody who's listening, we are celebrating our 30th anniversary on Saturday my actual anniversary is monday the 15th that'll be 30 years and on wednesday the 17th is 32 years together which blows my mind um so i wanted to take this time i i called her and i told her honey you gotta listen tonight any other night don't care tonight you gotta listen and so i just wanted to say to my wife love you tremendously Thank you for the last 30 years and everybody who's going to be there, which is pretty much everybody in here, um, we'll be celebrating Saturday night. Can't wait. And you are everything to me. So thank you so much for everything.
0: I got to the next
1: 30. Oh yeah. And, and <laughs> for the next 30, I'll only be friggin' 82. That's kind of scary.
3: That's impressive. <laughs> don't Derek you'll make, you'll make it, it that far. Yeah, I probably. Looking at, look at oh, wait, wait, wait. We, we got, got a phone call. Oh, they hung up. Oh. Oh. Okay, hung up? Right. okay well, screw y'all.
2: Frank call. <laughs> let's
0: no. Let's get to it. We do have a guest running for us. He is by way of Cincinnati, Ohio. Ew. Part really? of the yes, part of the uh, Cincinnati chaos. Uh, no,
3: Brent. No, uh, yes, the Cincinnati. case. Yes, he said stuff. it right. I said it mm-hmm. right. Oh, okay. I said oh,
0: Cincinnati, WKRP in Cincinnati, but uh, Cincinnati. Brent's mother, are
4: you there, sir?
3: You say Brent's mother?
2: That's that's what's <laughs> what that's, that's what put on. Smothers. Brent
3: Smothers or Brent's mother?
2: <laughs>
0: Part of
1: the Smothers mother. yes. yes chicken, yes. Same Brent, thing. you there? Mm, yeah. How yeah, are you? We are. Welcome, welcome to the <laughs> show, sir. How are you?
5: Good. How are you guys?
1: We are good. How about 20. you, man? Everything going good?
5: <laughs> yeah, everything's fine, man. You know, just getting to work, doing my thing, man.
3: All right, before you ask the first question, Brent, why do you have a country accent living in Ohio? Go.
5: <laughs> I'm actually from, I'm from Kentucky, bro.
3: okay oh, bluegrass, bluegrass. That is like I eight like miles from Ohio. Miles. Why do they have an accent? Right? There's <laughs> something about the hills. I don't know.
5: You know what's crazy is everybody... That's not from Kentucky. Tells me that I have one, but I, I don't. I don't hear it. Do you, I don't uh,
3: hear. it. Every, I, I everybody hear with an accent doesn't. But, do you, hear but
0: do you know the song "To Old Kentucky Home"? Or do you know the lyrics? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, oh! We got his face. Well, interesting. All right, so real quick, <laughs> Grant, um, he said, "Oh, interesting." Tell us your football ah, story. Shit. Give us your football background, real quick.
5: Uh, I have played football from six years old. Uh, I quit playing my junior year of high school. Um and then actually about a couple years after I graduated high school, uh one of my buddies was getting a, an arena team together and he asked me to play. Uh and that ended up turning into the Covington heist. Uh Oh wow. And so I uh I got a uh career-ending ankle inju- injury and uh now I'm where I'm at.
1: <laughs> so curiosity, how old are you? I'm only
3: 25. Oh, damn. Wow. I, I, Young enough to repair the ankle. I knew. I knew, but I, I had to ask a question. I did not know.
1: I didn't know you, I knew.
3: baby. Brent, I looked at your beard, and I figured you were 42.
1: Hey, you I get that a lot.
0: <laughs> well, it is very Matt Patricia-like, I must say.
3: Uh, how frequently did you have an issue buying beer?
0: <laughs> not, not very much. Never. <laughs> After it grew that, not very often. <laughs>
1: when oh, I
5: had, when, I had my be- when I had it full- Never.
1: Mm, okay. You've been buying beer since you were, what, 16? <laughs> Tell the truth. Tell the
3: truth. Don't lie Please. to us. I mean, Kentucky's Please. a dry state, right? Yeah, yeah, but it don't is matter. It? Is, is Kentucky a dry state?
5: Uh, Some parts are. Yeah, some so, parts. so you
3: can't you can't buy on Sundays, but you can drink, right? Package liquor stores and whatnot. Okay, all right. Okay,
1: well. let's be honest. What age were you drinking beer at, and what age were you buying beer I want to know
5: the let's real not question. Fake. Where,
2: can you make some shine or what?
5: uh i can't personally but my family does yeah oh
2: i'm a, I'm dm you here a so second. let me let me
3: tell you he sounds like ollie he, he, and he's, he
1: it sounds like he wrote the richmond nor- north the richmond does. <laughs> so let's be honest you you uh can we can we order some um apple pie apple pie that's yeah. what i was just gonna get at some yeah. apple pie moonshine from you
3: brent when, when one can't. of when one of your ohio teams makes it to the next big game we need you showing up with some bottles of.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no! Forget, forget what Derek's saying. What? Forget that. I'm talking about this year. Oh, I'm he's saying some- y'all ain't making this year. Uh, no, 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 no! Yeah. no I'm just not saying I'm tired. Tired. Well, we, no. We I'm not you. saying a damn thing. He's
4: saying He's coming out. Y'all ain't even making look, it. Brent,
1: damn. forget, the, forget all that. I want to know: Can you send me some? Forget about making it to anywhere. Can you just send me some? As in ship it to you? Can you ship it to me? We
5: can figure something out. Yeah, now I don't, we're I don't talking, see, man. I'm gonna talk to you
3: after this, not publicly, because that's probably not legal.
1: No, well, I'm not talking publicly. Why? Why, <laughs> why would
4: you this bring that a, up? This is a public platform. You
3: are speaking publicly. We're we
1: we're, we're talking about dinosaurs. Why are you bringing that up? The, the you know the, moonshinosaurus <laughs> <with> the
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why I said so, I was going to be So Deanna. Brent, real quickly. Mooshinosaurus
1: Rex? Brent, Brent real what i
0: talking about. Come how on, did man. you end up becoming the defensive coach on the uh, Chaos coaching staff? How did that come about? Damn, you to uh, be serious. Was,
5: so originally we <laughs> were going to be the, the Cincinnati Sevens, and uh, one of the guys that started up the heist asked me to come coach. Okay. Uh, and so the Chaos ended up becoming available, and then uh, we took it and uh, went from there.
0: Alright, so what? So what's the goal going into next season? Obviously you guys got to the Western Conference Finals, fell short. What's the uh, next step for you guys to try to get to the next level?
5: Um. So, I mean, I'll keep it real. Last year we didn't really practice or anything. You know, we kind of all just went in there blind and uh, this year the main focus is really building the chemistry, uh, adding players where it's needed added, and uh, Kind of just all uh buckling in, and you know, one one goal in mind, and going to it.
3: But, no follow up. Are you good? All right. So Brent, go. Let, let's let, let's start. Let's kind of dive in. Let's dive in. So chaos this season. What what's the uh reasoning behind letting Skylar Hurd go? Because the rest oh, of us don't so really good. know what's going Damn on man, there. I was
1: going to ask that. Was that, um that was my only
3: question you know, was that your this, choice or is that a collective group decision or how's that work
5: it was a it was a collective group decision uh you know i wish nothing but the best for Skyler, and uh this isn't me jabbing at him but uh say, whenever that sounds I like a bless your heart majority majority of the offense coming up to me and they were uh telling me like hey man listen like I can already tell the same routines about to go on as uh, last year's. And, you know, I'm just not rocking with it. Can we start exploring options? And so I asked all my captains, you know, basically, what do you guys think about this? And they all told me the same thing. And that was he called uh, five plays during the season. Players were calling all the plays. uh, And then against the game against you, uh, the game against you, the Insomniacs, uh, he only called one play that whole game. And uh, to be honest, like that just didn't sit right with me because, uh, you know, my goal obviously is really any team's goal is to win a championship. And I just don't think that that was going to get us to the level that we needed to be at offensively.
3: All right, So let's let's dive into that a little bit. So, oh, yeah, I got questions. W- one play called five plays called. Who was the play caller in general and w- who decided what play to run when Skylar wasn't calling plays? Was it? Just a collective. It was group decision, uh,
5: Kino, our now offensive coordinator, Kyle Hogan, and uh, that—that's basically who
2: was calling the shot. And what All was right.
3: Kyle's position last season?
2: He was the offensive coordinator. So it wasn't his play calling that got him fired, because it's a lack it, of or, right. Because was it because he wasn't taking the initiative and taking control of the situation? Because it couldn't have been poor performance if he only called one play. And it, that one play isn't what got y'all smacked. It's just—I mean—we're better. I mean, it was—it was, Scott, a, it was Scott, a whole you're, lot more. You're, than one you're
3: play. a panelist right now, not an Azamiak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: Vegas versus everybody. <laughs> it, it's a Vegas thing. Right. Yeah. That's, no. Okay. So I was, was right, going to be. I'm, sorry. I'm just. I'm just joking. Right. Uh, no, but seriously, like it had to have been. Was it like an all season coming thing? Like it couldn't have been just like the showing against uh, out of town. It was.
5: It was more so an all season kind of that thing. That makes a lot like, more uh, sense. So. Uh, you know, you, you see <clears throat> certain things on the sidelines that you just don't necessarily, uh, like, Agree like. With. Uh, I know at one point during one of our games, he was on the sideline while the offense was out on the bench drinking water with my defense while I'm sitting there talking to him. Like, it's stuff like that that I'm just like, you right. know, you're not, he's just not in it.
3: All right. So uh, was he the head coach at the time? Uh, yeah. Okay, so Skylar was the head coach, and you had an OC who was calling the plays, basically. But he got involved a uh, little bit was, and made some things happen, or, or not. Well, uh, he like was not. basically
5: doing both, because last year it was only me and Skyler controlling, at, like, we were in charge of everything that was going on on the field. Okay, so he was and, uh, uh, he was, was OC head coach, and you were DC. Up, uh, a group of
3: coaches. Okay, and so going into the, let's, let's put last season behind us for just a second. Tell us about this season. What what's the new structure? What's the new setup? How how are you guys pulling it together this year?
5: Uh, we're getting scrimmages in. We're practicing. Uh, we're as a group doing uh, calls every single week, building playbooks, building schemes, uh, just kind of doing everything. I feel like the right way, and uh, that that we're just really building a, a bond more than anything. Like we're. Just working, man.
1: So I got a a couple questions, actually. So my first one is, what are you guys looking at to do differently than what you did last year? Because you guys were the cream of the division last year. So what are you guys looking to do differently that's going to take you a little bit deeper in the playoffs this year?
5: Uh. We're, we're really looking at uh, kind of balancing out the team. Um, and by that, I mean more so uh, instead of being like a, a defensive, mainly focused team. I know you guys are about to say, but we put a 56 on you. It, and that's it, cool. it, it, no, no, that's, dip, that's but, different.
2: No, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stop that. It was, I, I had to get one little jab in. I, I,
1: the question that I have to follow up, I'm going to wait for your answer. I want you to finish your answer, and then I got another question to follow up. And it, no, it's not going to be uh, kind of tongue in cheek. I, I, I want to be very serious. I think they played this. a
2: hard game. Like they, they came out and played. Oh, they had yeah. heart. Like they showed was, heart. I, I I, hard the whole time. There's no, there's no taking like the heart out, away from anything you did. Like there's, I was, I was just joking around to be honest. Like y'all, y'all played nah, hard. We saw the I, effort I, put I, into I it.
5: Uh, so so really like we're just trying to even it out so that way you know it's we're not known just for defense our defense is isn't our main like backbone, which you know it in my opinion defense wins championships, but offensively uh we need to be more sound uh kind of build around uh keno, give him more weapons, give him better blocking uh so that way he can do his thing and lead basically lead this season on a on a good note. So, so I, oh,
1: I just, I just had another question, another follow up, and it, no disrespect or anything, because. Uh-oh. Uh oh. That means he
2: doesn't mean. <laughs> no, I'm not. Wow, you guys are. Right. Hold your nuts, I've been Brent. In I <laughs> so. I've been, uh, it, it's,
1: it's an honest. Wow, you guys are just freaking. You said no, no disrespect. I said nothing. And I'm not being, I'm not being disrespectful. You just, just said no honest. disrespect.
3: So what usually follows that is the most disrespectful, disrespectful thing you can think of. Go well, for it. It's not. <laughs>
1: brent i'm sorry don't listen to these guys my question mark is you and i had a conversation a little bit of a conversation when i was up there my question to you is real and just being honest i know that you guys felt that you can beat the insomniacs and my only question was going into the game what made you feel that way
3: uh, is that disrespectful? No, it's a great question. Okay, so. you, must th- you must you must have changed. Um, really, oh. just the
5: the dominance that we had through throughout the regular season. Uh, just it, you know, when you start winning and winning and winning, you feel like you're on top of the world. You know of what course. I mean? And uh, that's just kind of how we were feeling. Like you know, anybody that's in our way is going to get put down, and uh, that's that's just kind of how, like
1: I said, how we were feeling going into that game. That I'll be sense. honest with you. If you didn't feel that way
2: there's a problem
1: and yeah there would have been a problem I'm, I'm glad you guys did but that's and I know these guys are giving me crap but and I didn't change my question <laughs> as much as they want nothing. to say it I did not change my question my question was very said, honest guys, and up front yeah. and <laughs> the reason why I asked that is because I like I said, <laughs> said you, you and do I, do. I talked a little bit before I heard a interview you gave before and I'm not gonna you know needle you or anything like that but I, I would feel slighted if you didn't feel like you guys can bring it to us um, but I think that the outcome of the game was a little bit of an eye-opener and I know that Skylar and I talked about it a little bit and now he's no longer with you guys my question mark to you moving forward is do you look at what happened in that game and try to bring in players and make your your team a little bit stronger Knowing what you're facing nationally. Can I add on to that?
3: With Chris's question, what do you feel was the missing element for you guys to be competitive against the insomniacs? What are you
4: fixing? So uh
5: I'm gonna start out and say this. That game, I'll be honest, we needed that game. We needed a game to humble us. And that's what happened. Uh and I think it woke up a lot of these guys' uh egos they have, everything that was just kind of going negative for us. Uh last year, and I I think that game is what we needed. Um, What I think that – so when I – obviously, you know, I do look at that game and, you know, other games uh, from the regular season as a – and take notes from them on what I believe that we need to do to get to that level. Uh, And one of of my main focuses was uh, we we wanted to beef up uh, the offensive line and defensive line. Uh, I defensively I wanted to bring in size and speed, uh. And uh, offensively we just wanted to bring in more weapons for Kino, uh, um, and a a stronger, more put together line.
3: All right. So, <clears throat> looking at the chaos and the formerly constructed roster and kind of how things were. You guys had a lot of talent on the field, and my understanding is the chaos is primarily made up of the. Defense from a local semi-pro team—is that not an accurate statement?
5: Uh, No, we're a mixture of like four different semi-pro teams.
3: Okay, all right. Um, so I lost my fucking train of thoughts. Thanks, Scott.
0: Go. (laughs) All right,
5: Brent. Real quick,
0: Brent. Real quick before we say so long. um, So long can start. Well, <laughs> oh, I was We're say, time. Okay. Real quickly, Brent, um if anybody My wants bad. to come play for you guys, Idiot. where can they go and reach out to to make that possibly happen?
5: Um they could either reach out to me on Facebook uh or they can uh reach out to our division owner uh Joseph Perez and he would get you in contact uh with me personally. Shout uh, out to
3: Joe P. That's a good dude.
5: And uh, you can either message him on, on Facebook, or if you go to the A seven FL Cincinnati uh, it has different ways to contact everybody.
0: All right. Um, what is your predictions for twenty twenty four for your organization? What's the What's the realistic obtainable goal for twenty twenty four? Oh, for twenty
3: twenty four? Did you say for twenty twenty four?
0: No. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs>
2: you know, <laughs> obviously,
3: Put you guys know I want to
5: say I want to win a championship.
3: A Ohio uh, championship or a
1: na- yeah, national
3: yes Y'all got one
5: of those. Yeah. A national championship. Okay.
1: You want a natty? Uh,
5: a no. realistic goal, I would say, is uh, getting back to the Final Four, and I think that's where we need to take care of business. All
3: right, so how much more time do we have? I remember the question <laughs> I, that I wanted you to You
0: have <laughs> ask. one more question to ask, and then we really have to say something because we were up against it.
3: Okay. Brent, at 25 years old and had having played one or two seasons of arena football, and stopped playing football at six, basically, is what I heard.
1: <laughs>
4: started playing
3: football at six. Oh, I thought you said you, you stopped. I'm sorry. Started playing football at six and stopped in middle school. Right? <laughs> quit, no, sorry. Quit ju, junior, high, junior, school, year junior high school. Okay. I'm sorry. So started at six, quit junior year, retired for four or five years, and then started, started playing arena. Where do, you, where do you get your concepts from? Is it primarily from because this is no shade. I know he's laughing over here. I'm just curious, like, to elevate yourself to a spot of a defensive coordinator slash coach, where do your concepts come from? Who do you model yourself after? How do you get yourself in a position to be able to coach and get guys who have way more playing experience than you to follow you and to execute what you put on the field? That's a good question. Of course it is. I fucking uh, That it. is a good
5: question. Um, <laughs> there's actually a guy on our team. Uh, you looked that up. Robert you know, Mingy, and. He's helped me out a, a lot within the past year of kind of learning how to separate a player from a coach and kind of, you know, talk to these guys and get them to basically believe in the, in the system that I, I'm trying to build.
0: Okay.
3: Which snap. is
5: tough at my age because a lot of exactly. these guys are older than me. I mean,
3: at 25, and I'm not trying to throw any shade at all, with the limited playing experience, there's a lot of things that guys are going to be looking for from a coaching perspective, especially in this league. You listen to big Rob Fabian talk coaches are are worthless in this league because the guys on the field already know what to do. Now you bring in, you guys obviously showed that having a coaching system elevated you above the previous Ohio winner and you took their cookies from them because of your coaching and because of what you guys put together with your recruiting. So clearly there's something that you did that has value as a coach and me, I'm sitting back like 25 coaching. Like if that, I mean, if I was a 35-year-old quarterback, and that not, not you have a 35-year-old quarterback, but if I'm a 35-year-old quarterback <laughs> and I got a 25-year-old trying to tell me what to do and I'm looking at your resume, I'm like, yeah, like I only you... call one play because I know better than you. I'm going to call my own shit. But... Like,
2: hypothetically, how would you tell somebody like Corey Hammond? Oh, to, wow. What's... You went there.
1: Yeah, that, that's the perfect question. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how would I tell him what I'm sorry? Uh, How would how would you how would you like tell Corey Hammond how to run the offense?
5: Um, that that's a good question. How do you tell a guy like Corey Hammond how to run something?
2: That's your job. Smack him in the
3: head. I mean, that's like Sean McVay telling Tom Brady how to run an offense if they were on the same team, right? Like, like
5: Uh, you know, I would I would just kind of tell him like, hey man, like look, this is the this is what we got. Like, put it on paper. This is what we got. You know. Receiver wise, this wise. And I, I would straight up ask him, like, uh, you know, with your experience, what do you think is going to work? Perfect answer. And then,
3: uh, um, perfect answer,
5: right. So ba- like, I, I guess just to kind of give an example, kind of one thing I do with my defense is we do Zoom calls every week and we, we build two plays a week together. Uh, and then what we do is at practice, hmm. we obviously, you know, put them in to motion and then uh, we basically n- nip out. Uh, what works, what doesn't work, and then we
2: perfect it. I actually Interesting. Really
3: uh, like that. All right. my, I was trying to get
2: my nip
6: out.
3: Man, we can, get, we look, can do I, this all I,
0: I day, like but we've got, we're really up against it. Brent Smothers, we appreciate the time. Thank you. Good luck in 2024 with the Cincinnati chaos. We appreciate the time. Hey, Brent, you've been a good dude,
3: man. Really good to know you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, brother. Uh, sure, super sure. funny on Facebook. Yeah, I, I cannot wait for the second follow-up show when we get you and Corey on a debate. Oh, that, oh, that, wow, that's that that's, was, that's my... That was my whole goal of having you on, but I'm glad we did this ahead of time so we can let the, us and the rest of the fans and players know who you are in, in general before you and Corey start to drag each other. It's <laughs> a good word for it. Thanks,
5: thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Man. Every time, no, brother. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate
0: it. That was thanks. Brent Smothers, defensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Chaos.
2: Yes, Question Chris. I was going to ask him, oh, and I'll ask you guys instead. Do you think uh, the Midwest uh, shows up with their own style of A7? You know how, like, you know, Jersey kind of has like a a style of football. Tampa come out with and breaks the mold, yep. And then Insomniacs in the West Coast have their style. What and then how does that how does that type of evolve? Because in Jersey, they're already using these huge guys in these like in the backfield, and like they're using what I would assume is a Midwest style of football,
0: like Big Ten style. Yeah,
2: right. So how do they adapt and overcome that and still try to compete with what we throw?
0: I think Dub
3: said it best. I think. Because of where they are, they're going to play Big Ten-style football, like hard nose, big dudes, run the rock, wear a you power. down. A lot of power. But, but what that means is they're going to have to out Big Ten jersey. Yeah. So it's going to take them a while to get to that level. And then
2: they're going to beat up, get, be all beat up by the time they got to try, well, try but, to tackle. But you guys, on the same you token guys have with... a good point,
1: but I think the one thing that we're missing is while we talk about these guys being big, and they are, the one thing that I saw with Watchmen – Versus uh, Nightcrawlers. The difference between their bigs was the ability to move. Yeah. And their athleticism athleticism was off the charts with the Nightcrawlers.
3: Anybody who would listen on that last little wrap up we did with the Jaffos, that although people look at Tampa, Florida, as a speed state, those dudes were every bit as physical as Jersey and had speed, which is why. They outclassed the Watchmen. Like, literally, that game Tyree was never McCants. in doubt. No. That game was never in no, doubt. No, never. I mean, you look at, and I'm going to play the big Rob clip. And Man, in he says
2: they're a better team. But, bro, ain't no, I, I, don't, I don't, I just, I don't see it. Like, Watchmen are good. But, like, Tyree McCants, <laughs> like you're saying, the big men, Tyree McCants is one of the most athletic men in the league.
3: They're, He's huge. Look, they, they are a better team. They're, they're f- just not good enough. <laughs> okay. got a point right I so that. Every, a point. they are a but, great team that. but here's the thing but they Every, can't out out athlete what they, the, what the they tampa team right. they can't out athlete the team. Right. but they're a better team because. like they are more together they they play well together they've got yeah. great concepts yes. but i'm sorry you take the best you take gorman with the the greatest team that happens in high school sports you try to put them up against unlv they're getting worked even though yeah, UNLV. you're right is not that good at their level they're just, just they're not at that level athletes. period yep.
0: that makes sense i mean for every answer that the Watchman threw, the night crawlers <laughs> had an answer they had a counter
1: but you right. know what and it came down to the fact that when we looked at this and i'll say this because i know we got to get to the next guest but when we start to talk about this the fact that we need to look at is the athleticism for the offensive linemen and i always looked at videos And I'm like, dude, these guys got some big guys. They got wheels too. And then when we went to Cincinnati and we saw those guys, and then I saw the Nightcrawlers' offensive line, I saw the um, Sin City's offensive line, I saw the Watchmen's offensive line. I'm like, okay, I'm bigger than most of these guys, right? What the hell? I'm expecting athleticism from their size because I'm six foot two thirty, and most of those guys are probably 10 pounds, 15 pounds more than me. or more. And they were not what I was expecting. They didn't have feet. Exactly. Yep. And when I started to look at some of the things that Vegas was able to do, when I was started to look at some of the athleticism from some of these other, these other teams, I started to realize, oh, shit, we can hang with these guys.
3: Look, best comp that I've seen for what they just went through, they may be in the chaos, is exactly what the force went through when they went, to yes. New Jersey yep. to play BIC. That's, that's right? a great Once you percent. get up against an upper echelon line where guys know how to move their feet, how to shed a guy, get to the next level, everything changes. Like it, you could have the best athletes on your team in the world, but if you don't understand blocking concepts and how to you're shed done. a guy and get up to the next level you're done. And, and create a hole and, and understand leverage, you're just putting athletes on the field. Yep. And athletes on the field does really good until you get people who understand game, people who have football IQ. People who have been in the trenches for 15, 20 years practicing their craft. So mm-hmm. a perfect example is if you look at the game last week of the Insomniacs versus Sick, when Kenny Mack was not in that game, it was evenly matched. Yeah. yeah. And Kenny once Mac steps arrived, on the field and solidifies that O line <sighs> and he starts he done. starts calling out and saying, Look, you got him, I got him, and, and talking to Munchie,
0: like, look, I'm hitting him, you get up to the next level and get him. Game over. Yep. Because They're, they because they understand what it meant Yeah. I literally changed the game. Uh, JP. To answer your question, you can thank Alexis Kelly's daughter for the shirt that the <laughs> oh yeah is yeah no, uh, that's that's
2: uh, the wild part is Miss Kelly's <sighs> daughter saw this on TV in an ad and was like oh my god that that's Scotty Scott. needs that when
3: I think of buttholes I think of Scotty.
2: <laughs> <That's> All right, <laughs> joining us in studio. Yes, I mean, thanks from Yay. not too far fetched.
4: it's
0: from, really not is when you think about buttholes, Ollie don't you think Dorsey, about me? Mr. Dorsey? Thank mm-hmm. you for coming oh, in. Oh, you're and Ollie us. Dorsey.
2: Yes, sir. Dog! Nobody. I'm Ali.
0: I'm like, nice to meet you, Muhammad. (laughs) We appreciate the time. Thank you for coming in. Uh, Real quickly, uh, give us your football background story.
7: All right. So basically, I started playing like towards probably like elementary up to like middle school. I was like a hooper. I didn't really take football seriously until about my freshman year of high school at uh, Western. And then West Side I Glenn, oh, man, Western, you know, I love it. that is your alma mater. What year did you graduate? Yeah, I love twenty three. What? Last year, bro. Last year.
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's like twenty three. I don't understand. Well, right. can, about Michael Jordan. Yes, he
0: can be your son. Yes, yes, he can. <laughs>
3: he, man, he, he graduated the year before my thirty year reunion at Western High School. Dude, really? you should have stayed one yeah. more year. We would have been there for your homecoming. Really? So <laughs> damn. Twenty twenty
7: three. Yes, sir. And wait, so 20. you're 19? You're that good and you played for Western? Jesus. You're 18? Um, I had transferred to Palo my junior year.
3: But you graduated from Western?
7: I graduated from Palo. I played my freshman year, and then, you know, the COVID year was the sophomore year. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I graduated from Palo.
3: Okay, so you actually went to a football school for a while? Yes. Okay,
7: got you. I'm like,
3: dude, like, Western's Man, not turning out awesome. athletes like that right now. They, they, they turn out they're not... Football athletes. They're turning off soccer players. Yes. And baseball players. Left and right. So
0: what eventually got you into wanting to play football? And who would you compare your football style to? And what's your natural position? Mm,
7: I would probably, I would give myself like a, right now, what really got me to play football was probably was like the brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, basketball, you know, it was really, you know, my dad's type of thing. I wanted to be in more violent sport. Uh, me personally, I feel like basketball is a very soft sport. Ooh, that's just me though. Um, tell that to you Draymond. Ain't play, you ain't play with some of the dudes, I know. <laughs> tell that to Draymond and the Worm,
1: right? But go ahead. I play ahead.
3: basketball
1: in <laughs> Look, that's two people. Like, he's right. He's, he I mean, got, he got basketball, basketball ain't football. He he didn't grow up with the. Uh, Detroit. Yeah, the, the Detroit bad boys. Bad boys there. Yes, but
7: but for real, uh, basketball and go football, ahead. let's be straight. Well, go ahead. I, uh, I wouldn't say I have the same type of skill level as Devontae <laughs> Adams, but I feel like um, I can compare myself to him for the simple fact he's not the fastest in the league, but he still has the routes that'll kill basically every single DB.
1: Dude, All right. I, I got to start running like again, so that way I can start running around some, against some of these DBs. <laughs> We I think everyone would love to see that, Chris. So right. tell us I'm about like your, that, and so I want you as my almost QB. as much as the. I would love that too. Casey, I want you as my.
3: Can QBs. I get the red jersey though?
0: Yes. <laughs> so Ali, tell us hit about me. I'm how okay you with got it. involved <laughs> in playing A Seven, and what made you chose playing with Sick for the fall.
7: So basically, I started off with the uh, the hunters. I basically uh, my friend had hit me up through Instagram, and he was like, "Oh, come out to this practice. It's for this uh, this league." And I'm just like, okay, I'll just come out. I didn't know what I was getting myself into at first. I'm not going to lie. And then um, I was too young to play at first because this was towards the game where the Hunters had played the pit bosses and won that last fall brawl. But I wasn't old enough until the game after, which is when they played them in the semifinals to reach the fall ball championship. Uh, Got into that. First play was like a three-on-one, ran like 70 yards. Yes, Scott, you were playing then.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's back when you used to play. Yeah, yeah. fuck! I've been out for two seasons. I, <laughs> hey, look, son man, I, a couple of them, a couple of people done said I need to shut the fuck up. I played in a couple of seasons. I'm not going to, but you might be right. I'll be out there in spring. Be all right. I'm okay. old as shit now. My bad, king My bad. I'll You're all good. You're all
7: good. But um, but he
1: is old as shit. Man, man. I come dust now.
7: <laughs> Trade knees. Dude, you, <laughs> don't want, you don't you want don't my want knees in a
2: heartbeat, <laughs> man. Look, my knees done benters. <laughs> mm,
7: that's
1: what happens when you on so much. So <laughs> no, okay. No. When so, he's on them so much, that's what happens. You know oh the mic, my Scott? bad, my bad, my bad. Right, so
2: I, I'm i so busy worried about my butthole whisperer being on <laughs> being on camera <laughs> that uh he's not to into the, the mic. mic. My bad.
3: You have more questions for Arlie.
1: I got questions. Go ahead. Go ahead, ahead, Chris. So this young man has texted me multiple times, and I got to say he is one of the better young young men in A7FL. It is a uh, privilege to watch you play. Thank you. Um, I think that um, you got your head on your shoulders for being dude, I'll, I'll be honest with you, from your texts, and from us talking, I thought you were in your 20s. Same. <laughs> to, to be 18 years old. You got a bright
7: future, kid. Dude. Appreciate that.
1: No, dude, I'm serious, man. No, seriously. You have your head on your shoulders more so than I ever did at your age. I'm impressed by you. I'm impressed with what you can do on the football field. Um, I, I appreciate watching you play. And on Sunday, because you text me earlier in the week. And you were talking about the chains. I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, whatever. Then I saw you playing. I'm like, wait, hold on. This is the same kid that I was just talking to on the damn. What the hell? So the fact that you're only 18 impresses me. The fact that you have the mentality that you do impresses me. So I will be the first one to say. Come spring. If y'all don't know who this young man is, you better find out. And you better find out quick because. This young man is going to do things in the spring season that might surprise a few. It's not going to surprise me after watching you, especially after our conversation. So thank you very much for what you do. Thank you very much for being the young man that you are. And thank you very much for opening my eyes. Because like I said, I would have put you at 25, 26 easily. But to know that you're only 18, man, it it, coming from an old man, Right now, at 52, I will tell you with a smile on my face, I'm impressed. Look, let me, look I
3: need to find out, what, what are your future plans? Okay. What, um, what, is, what is your end goal? I, I need to understand, because I've got some advice for you. And I, Dude, I you yeah, got, I got a, some you advice you got, for you too, but we can future. talk afterwards. you got a bright future, so I want to know what your goals are.
7: Um, I was planning on going to college after high school. I had one offer to Community Christian College, okay. but my dad ended up, uh, he has high blood pressure. So, I had to basically stay home out here in Vegas, take care of him. So, basically, he has like a like random flare-up. So, when I'm here, I have to take him to the hospital. And it was kind of too much of a risk to just leave him out here while I was in Cali. So, you know, just probably stick to A7s for now. Have you, have you
3: tried to walk on a UNLV? No. Have you, no talked, have you talked to anybody at UNLV? No. Okay. All right. So, because you're on sick with it specifically, I need you to hit your wagon to Darren Palmer. Okay. That is one of the best dudes I know in this league and will absolutely give you every bit of information you ever needed to know about how to carry yourself by far, and how to be a professional and what it's going to take to get you to whatever the next level is that you, that you choose. And stick if you, to him. And if you're deciding to play padded football, stick next to us because we've got that pathway we're putting together right now. But I just want to say thank you for gracing us with your presence in this league. Just the way you carry yourself and what you bring to us, I'm happy to have you around.
7: Really appreciate
0: that. Yeah. So is your plan to play in the upcoming spring season in
7: March of 2024? And
0: yes. If, and if so, do you plan on sticking
7: with Sick with it? I have, I have no intent on leaving. Yeah, no choice. You, once you're no sick, intent. dude, you're there until the you go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Sick, sick is, look, Mark is
1: great coach. not just a great coach. Great man. But he is a, a, a great individual. Bay Area. And he and I have had opportunities to talk. I'm very impressed with with who Mark is. Mark and I are the same age. And I would go as far as to say, look, that dude right there is somebody that you could put in your back pocket. And he is always going to be there for you. So keep that in mind. But also keep in mind, you got my number, man. If you need anything, call me. You know, I appreciate that. Hit me up and let me know what's For going on. I all got right, you. So let's stop sucking his dick real quick. Talking, no. <laughs> right. Damn, I talk, wasn't going no, that far. It no, was me. It wow.
3: was me too. Oh, dog. Right. Look, I, I see I see it <laughs> right But talk to us about the game on Sunday. Mm. W- w- what was your impression? How do you think things
7: went? What happened? How did it fall apart? Go. <laughs> um, if we want to be like 100% honest, it wasn't our best game. It wasn't our best week. Everybody has bad weeks. I feel like we could have played a lot better than that for who we have. Um, you know, the, the referees kind of made it a, a challenging game. There was a lot of stuff that was said between sideline to sideline. I feel like we could have handled that way better than we did. But um, all it is really is just, you know, try to win the next one, move on, get better every single day.
3: All right, so as far as the on-field and the play, referees aside, what was the major difference
7: between the first half and the second half that you saw? First half, we came off like explosive, explosive, like ready to play, ready to just, you know, make it a fair game, make it a good game, ready to, you know, uh, I wouldn't want to say in any type of cockiness, but reclaim what's ours. And
3: then, and then the second half?
7: The second half, it was basically, um, I would say there was a lot of plays where the referee could have called it better. Okay. A lot of uh, stuff that, you know, if they would have, you know, called it better, a lot of this stuff can get people hurt. A lot of this stuff can get people killed. So, I, there was a lot of stuff I didn't like about the second half with the referees, but there wasn't much that we could control. All we got to do is just play against it. Okay. So it wasn't,
3: you don't th- feel like it was anything, scheme, athleticism, talent. It was all, you guys had the right game plan, but the referees called things a certain way and it hurt your, it hurt your, your capability.
7: I wouldn't say it's all the referees. Um, we could have played way better than that. We have played way better than that, and that's nowhere near close to our best game. Well,
1: reading into what you said, And I don't want to put words in your mouth by any stretch of the imagination. You said that second half was the referees. Mm. That's what you came out and said. Is there anything in the game or the scheme that you guys had for the second half that you felt cost you the game? Because referees are one piece, right? Mm -hmm. But your play is another one. So my question is, just like when we talk about the NFL, a lot of teams talk about the referees. And when it comes down to the bottom line and to the end of the game, some referees have made decisions that were detrimental to a team or another team. But when I look at this, and trust me when I say because I'm upstairs watching the games, So my question mark to you is I I, I get what you're saying about the referee situation, but I can't put that a thousand percent on the referees. My question to you is, do you think that the way the game was uh, falling that sick could have done other things to maybe pull that game out?
7: Um, uh, I can't really comment too much because at the end of the day I'm not a coach and I didn't I didn't play too much that game so you know I didn't see too much that we could have fixed but you know we could have played harder in the second half we could have you know kept the effort the whole entire all four quarters but it seemed like after we never got any of our calls it was just it was dead the morale just went down it seemed like we didn't really want to play anymore but
3: so quick follow-up question, what do you want to see from
7: yourself and out of your squad moving forward? Um, I, just want to be, I just want to be better. That's all I want to do. I want to get ready for the next part of myself. I want to get ready for my next chapter. And for my team, I want everybody to be able to leave the season and be able to say that they played 100% and they don't regret anything that they did on the field.
2: Well, you can catch sick
0: with it as they get back in two weeks. So we, a week from now. Go ahead, stop.
2: Uh, you gonna tell us it, who and? Or we heard that somebody got suspended at the end of that game. We read, and yeah, <laughs> read. I, I, I heard. Read. I've been asked who got suspended. Did they get suspended? Did they get kicked off? Who was it? You know I'm that, messy. Is
1: that public
3: information? You know or... I'm messy. I'm going to try uh, and find out.
2: Because I'll start saying rumors. You put, you put a I'll, lot, start, I'll start putting rumors you put, out there. You
1: put a lot on a young man's shoulders. I'm yeah. just saying. Yes, of
2: course. But a, man, a young man that talented, he's not going to be a like, not saying that he's not saying anything about our league. Obviously, I love A7. I don't think a, a man of that age with that caliber of talent is honestly going to be in our league playing for very long he might be around our league for a long time but to say he's going to stay here and play with us past spring or or two three seasons i i would say that that's kind of a failure on him on not not fulfilling his his potential and on us if we don't
3: if we exactly like
2: he should be going somewhere so yeah i'm gonna put a whole bunch of his shoulders on his shoulders now because he could be he could be in in mexico by himself next month, like paying all of his family's bills playing football. Right. So he's going to have a lot on his shoulders now, or then, so what, might as well put it on him now. So who oh. the fuck got suspended? <laughs>
7: Damn. Say it with passion. Um, uh, coach, please don't kill me for this. God, I love you. Um, <laughs> uh, Packer got suspended for one game. Oh, that's I, not that bad. I can't say too much about that situation. Yeah, not at all. Um, that's probably all I can say. But He'll be back, and we'll be ready.
3: Back for the playoffs.
7: All All right. right. Well, you can catch Sigwita back
0: on the 21st at 4 p.m. as they will play OTT, currently maintaining the number two seed. But our very sincere thanks to Ollie Dorsey for coming in and sharing his story with us. And um, apparently he has a huge, big fan base going forward here in A7. Ollie, we appreciate the time. Thank you.
3: Count me down as one of them. But before you bounce, two things to, to walk away with. Sikkwedit versus OTT, the highest scoring game in a of NFL history in the spring. That is true. Keep that keep that in your back pocket. We're expecting
1: 92 points out of you guys. If you fall short, I'm a laugh. Well. <laughs> okay, technically you great? know that's going to have to happen in three quarters. That is facts.
2: It happened in three quarters last time. That is facts. Which top DB so you do you th- think you could cook in a 1v1? Top who? Top DB you think you can cook 1v1? Um
1: if you say Packer, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying. Yeah, I said top DB.
1: Who? Oh, shots fired. Uh, he
2: called me a ring chaser.
1: Oh, <laughs> wow.
2: I was there for the... I did hear that. Yeah. Said I did
7: too. <laughs> um, there's not a lot of DBs that can guard me. Ooh, just oh, I'm, like I'm just that. stating facts. Like, wow. you know, All right. if so you I'm press gonna, me... I'm going to you know, throw out
3: three guys and tell me how you think you do against
7: Yellow Peasy. <laughs> he's getting cooked every play. Okay. Oh! I'm not worried about him. Wow. <laughs> Gianni Breland. I love him, but, you know, uh, Gianni, he's pretty good. I feel like we would have a war, but, you know, I always, I always figure out my DBs. DBs get figured out every single game.
3: And then lastly, Jahan Burrell. Mm. The cheetah. Um... Those are, those are my top three in, in the division that I oh want. besides uh, Donye, Donye. Because, I, look, Donye's great, but I, I, in my heart, he's a receiver, so
7: I don't yeah. put him mm-hmm. up there. I feel like at the end of the day, I always feel like I'm going to win every battle. But but he's comp. Yeah, he's, he's comp, okay. for sure. All right. You know
1: what? I like
3: your
7: Southern?
1: answers. Southern. Oh, yeah. And I like your answers coming from one wide receiver to another. I like that.
3: All right, one last thing to leave you with and everybody else that's in your age group. The NFL is only recruiting cats that are 26 years and under, so you still have time. The guys who are in our league, who are over that age, they understand that their ceiling is possibly XFL, UFL, which is now the UFL, <clears throat> and getting paid with us or in arena football. You still have a chance. Please, please, please understand work ethic is the number one thing. Your social media and how you carry yourself out off the football field is the number two thing. If you got guns, drugs, or gangs on your social media, you will and not happening. get a look, period.
1: That's all I got to say.
3: I want to thank you for being he here with us. He doesn't have any I know, of that. I know he doesn't, but and I'm saying this message no, to I everybody because like like he's in it. here.
1: I like it. And by the way, good luck to you in the future, man.
3: Thank I like hey, that. Anything you need from us, introductions, NFL, AFL, whatever it is, just give me a
1: holler. I got you. And right, Ray you. Rich, it ain't all bald heads in here. You better pay attention. No, he Garrett, said it's Derek bald head Garrett.
2: activities to get suspended. No, he said he said bald head activities. Yeah, that's Packer getting suspended. Well, oh, while man. we
0: wait for our next guest to get,
2: while we wait for our next Packer guest to get settled in,
0: uh, real quickly, before we started the show, we had 544 subscribers. Since then, two more have just subscribed, so we're at 546. We appreciate you. Thank you. Keep
1: man, hit that
2: like button, man. Hit that share no, button. Help us out. No, 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 no
1: pound that subscribe button man come on like well, I start talking like about
2: is
3: pounding. fine the, 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 but the, yeah pounding for whole, you is just a whole, whole other story. Yeah, has everything
2: to do with, like baking yeah you yeah, gotta yeah, need the dough <laughs> need the dough
1: that's a whole nother but story
0: but again with him. To, to those two that just subscribed before we started the show again <laughs> those two. we appreciate you thank you thank you thank you thank you very much and thank you to all those that got us up to 546 subscribers we appreciate you. Also, share with your friends and have them subscribe. And let's just keep the subscribe going up, 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 all the way up.
2: Don't forget to whisper to a butthole today. Publicity. <laughs> yeah. I gotta love you. I said a butthole. All <laughs> right, our next guest, and we have Same got
0: to, Next guest, and we've got to be good because we got some predictions to I talk feel like about. Like assholes here. stink, buttholes From smell like dung. O T T is Mr. Kyler Tannehill. He's in the building. Mr. Tannehill, welcome. Man, I've been wanting to talk to you. Ooh. Man. sir! Any relations to Ryan? First, I just got to get that out of the way. Yes, that's my uncle. Seriously? No,
7: no way. For real. Really? Yes, sir. No shit. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. That is dope. Dude, awesome.
0: I'm
1: the one that said that. I'm the one that said, I wonder if this kid's related. Yeah, you did say that. That is his uncle. You did say that. So we could well. go back and listen to that. Any point in time,
0: so, so quickly, Mr. Daniel, uh, give us your football background piece. and yeah, your you football. background. Before we do that,
1: if
3: your dad's looking for a spot to play next season, seven's got some openings. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's his.
4: <laughs> that be his uncle. Uncle? Oh, a, I say uncle. dad? Yeah, you yeah. Said dad, dad too. If your dad wants to play, your <laughs> can play too. Bring the Patty too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he's anywhere near as good as your uncle, bring him up.
6: <laughs> got you. I got you. But, <laughs> but his uncle
0: was a better receiver. That is true. He was a wide receiver before he went to quarterback. I don't Correct. know if he
3: was better. He's been a damn good quarterback. He was a damn good receiver. He was.
0: Anyway, so back just to saying. back to the interview. So. My bad. So, really <laughs> quickly, give us your back background story, Kyler.
6: Um, I played football since I was four. Um, went all the way through middle school. So ten, ten, ten years. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm how sorry, he, you look you, young. No, he looks yeah, like yeah, he's I'm only 17. 22. You're 20. Okay.
0: God, man.
6: Sir. Yes, he can. I'm be just your son. old.
0: Yes, he can be your son too. <laughs>
6: Shush. He could be your son too. <laughs> he probably could. Yeah, I went to Liberty High School. Former state champion over there. Okay, uh, the Patriots. Wait,
1: wonder if uh, 22. How old is uh, Canyon? Stone King? same. Didn't he go? To, you played with uh, Canyon Stone King? Stone King? yes,
3: sir. Oh, so you need to call his ass and tell him to stop being a bitch.
4: Oh, oh! shots!
2: Now man! there's a shot that, that, I, was that I was waiting for. From his uncle, drop di- the d- elbow. Hey, from Nick, his go ahead uncle and clip Derek that. And Uncle Chris. <laughs> hey Nick. Go, hey Pierre, can you timestamp that? Go ahead and clip that. Send it to him look <laughs> let me just say our
3: boy canyon
2: y'all didn't clip my shit from last week was the
3: saying. first quarterback who registered for the league and then he found out it was tackle and said and pumped out. out
2: yo wow no way and that's he a, got two uncles but, but that's better that
1: dealing with it look that we love him tremendously Dearly, just,
2: just tell him to trade your knees
1: dearly so the situation
3: is he's a much better golfer then, oh, he ever, then he ever was oh, gonna be a quarterback yeah. so that Look, dude if, was, my,
2: <laughs> if my son was good at golf he would never there would not be a combat sport that came near him but
3: man yeah. that dude can spin it dude yeah d- like we used to go outside and just throw the rock around because he, he appreciated my game he's like let me show you how i do this and really, the ball was whistling coming into my hand and that yes. was, remember- was the ball felt like when derek used to throw me the ball like Dang. i was like okay dude can throw yeah, I, I went to a lot of his games. Anyway,
6: that is very true.
3: So very you guys true. played together, same team. Were you one? Of, were you one of the quarterbacks that went in and out um, with him?
6: So my freshman year, I played quarterback, but then my juniors, uh, sophomore year, I played receiver. Okay. and DB. Okay, and then my senior year, I went for receiver again.
3: Okay, so you only played quarterback your freshman year.
6: Yes, sir. You guys had a lot of great quarterbacks on
3: those mm-hmm. on those teams,
6: <laughs> especially Daniel Britt.
3: Yes, he was the guy who Ken used to come in and spell
6: for the long ball.
3: Yep. Right. Okay.
6: Can you got an R. What year was this? This was uh 2019. 19, yeah. Or yeah. we beat Bishop Gorman. Yes. I was I was on a guard gated community sponsored
4: <laughs> vacation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Kyler, what would you say is your what's
4: natural position, or should I say, man? what's your Working favorite position to play? Chain. Oh shit! Gang.
0: Oh, don't you know <laughs> the great Sam Cook, ladies and gentlemen? My um.
6: Man. Again. I love quarterback. That's always my favorite thing to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but receiver, a lot of people know me as playing as a receiver, and I would like to show that I can play receiver in A7FL too. But I'm just going to stick with quarterback for now. What
0: led you to coming to play
6: in A7 and what led you to
0: playing for OTT?
6: Um, actually, it's a funny story. Mm-hmm. I went, we were at a park. I had like seven kids. They actually challenged us. They're all 18-year-olds and 22-year-olds. Sure, that sounds familiar. Oh. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got Good.
1: It. Get my dumbass in this, dude. <laughs> it
2: was Derek. Yeah. He said he was.
1: Uh, you're right. I am. He was 19 at the time. Right. Go
6: ahead. Sorry, man. Um, you got to learn how to talk through us. We just 1v1, and then he saw me throw the ball, and Coach G came up to me and was like, you want to play quarterback? But I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just heard money was involved at the same time, but then I was like, When I got into the league, I really fell in love with the league. It was really different. And then I fell in love with football again. But I was naturally a basketball player, too. I played at a prep school. So it was like coming back to football was kind of nice.
3: That's a great combination.
6: And when I saw you for the very first time,
3: I realized that OTT had a quarterback they could develop. My concern is they're not spending a lot of time developing you. Sure. Yes, sir. What what is the future and the approach and how do you guys plan to approach the rest of the season and then the
1: off season leading in spring?
6: Um, we got a lot of young players, a lot of new players, so it's hey, more. You guys
1: showed up last Sunday.
6: Yeah, yeah, it was re- it was pretty bad. I mean, they they wanted more than us. Our emotions got to it, so I don't really know what to say. I really didn't get to play that much. I went out in the second quarter with a concussion, so. How you feeling now? Feel amazing. I'm ready to go play sick with it.
4: Ooh.
1: Ooh. Sick
6: wit it so yeah. sick oh, sick with it.
1: We're clear. trying to break Oh, yeah. No, we're trying to break Crush for that. Right. Not with <laughs> it, but with it. So, just so you know, right. my my thing watching you play, and we talked about this uh, kind of in the booth, so nobody else was hearing. <laughs>
0: to be honest, just me and Scott.
1: <laughs> Yeah, right. I got to now. I'm going to tell everybody. Well, that's... that's I'm telling a, everybody. That's a whole other story. Anyway, talking in the booth, um, the one thing that we saw was the fact that you had more of a, of a uh, quarterback savvy than most of the guys that we saw with, with um, OTT. My only thing with you that is a worry is your situation with not kind of putting away the football when you're going to run or when the rush comes and that is something that I'm hoping that you'll work on uh in between seasons even though we don't have a lot of time in between seasons um that's the only thing watching you play the game watching you throw the ball you have skill my only question is can they develop that and while I'm sitting here and I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, Derek, Derek Duncan, um, for a quarterback <laughs> that can show people how to do stuff, Derek Duncan, um, yeah. that there's, is actually
3: there's two things you need in your game that is missing, man. It, it's so simple, but yet so hard to break yourself of your habits. There are two things you need. Number one, you need to be able to assess the line, assess the line and know your first read to know where you're going with the ball immediately once you say go right you you have to have a hot route called regardless every time and if you don't have that part understood in this game where you've only got two down line and if you put a third you're kind of handicapping yourself sometimes you need to have a hot read. if you don't have that you've already put yourself in a handicap number two stop exiting the pocket at the top climb the pocket towards your line mm-hmm. like Step do, into the, the pocket. do this and start moving forward instead of moving backwards, and you have about another half second to a second. Because if you think about, I'm gonna put this on the screen right now so everybody can see, you've got three down linemen that are right here. (coughs) The rush lanes are out here, out here, and one over here or one over here. If the rush lane is here, you step up and go here, and you've got time and a release to get through. If you go this way, you are literally going into the rush for this guy who was blocking this guy, you're literally walking right into their trap
1: you're basically giving them a, a line of sight
3: for them to tackle. And then you've got your back turned at that point. If you were exiting out of the back of the pocket, you've got your back turned, you're not looking downfield, the play's over unless you're faster than everybody else, and you're not, right? So yes. as a slower guy, which I was as well, I, I had decent speed, but I was a slower guy. You have to understand what you're good at. What you're good at is reading the field and avoiding the rush, not running from the rush. If you're running from the rush, you're already done because you're not looking on the field. You run towards the rush, make a guy miss, step use his athleticism against him if watch his feet step the opposite way get rid of the ball yes sir simple that simple
1: read and react and that's when i sit there and i watch you there's times that you look poised in the pocket and i've seen you step up and make a throw and then there's times that you are literally running for your life when there really is no need to if you would have stepped up in the pocket you would have had that extra second and you could delivered the ball and not had any problems whatsoever. But I think that one of the things that you need to do with the wide receivers from OTT is understand that hot read and make sure that they understand, okay, if they're rushing four, the middle of the field is wide open. There's no reason a quick slant can't work in that situation. Exactly. If you don't have a quick slant called somewhere or a stop route called somewhere, you better somewhere, get one. Get one. Because you guys are not taking advantage. That's the only thing that I have ever had with OTT. OTT has always shown heart. OTT has always been in games that you thought, dude, there's no reason for these guys to be in games, and they're in it. They have heart. They can play. The fact of the matter is now it's a matter of understanding the A7FL game, making the plays and making the adjustments to take advantage of what the defense is giving you. So pay attention to that. When you guys are watching film, when you guys are sitting back, taking a look at what the defense is doing, understand what it is they're trying to do to you. Understand the gaps that they're trying to go to and understand the open areas that you guys have so that way you could take advantage of them. Because there's times where a quick slant was a house call because there's nobody in the middle.
3: This minute of Coach's Corner brought to you by Tito's Vodka. <laughs> right? Especially <laughs> with me because that's what
1: I was drinking before we came. So,
3: so – so- Let's ask him some questions.
1: Okay. I've got a question that I, I really, I, I really want an answer to because watching you play and watching your game, my question mark to you is, is there a reason when, and, and I kind of know the answer, so I'm kind of setting you up. I'll, I'll be very honest with you. Um, is there a reason why your escape route is always to your right?
6: Um, I got to work on my left, honestly. Really, I, I don't really like to go to the left. Do I like you to go do to the right.
1: see why I'm asking that question? hmm Because that is your escape route every single time we've watched you guys play. And you've got to figure if I know that and I've seen it, guess who else has seen it? A lot of coaches and a lot of players. Exactly. So, giving you a hint. So, Stop. I understand what you're saying about the escape route and going to your right. Question. Now, question. now... Knowing that and understanding that and what we've told you here, do you think that there is a, a, a point in your game that you can actually make that adjustment? Yes, sir. And also, is there a point in that that you can make the adjustment to step up? Yes, sir. Okay. I got a follow-up question. What, what is OT2
3: doing to solidify positions on the field versus O-2-2. Ha- having,
0: what did I say? 0 2
3: what is o22 doing <laughs> <laughs> what are the oxygen boys doing <laughs> to to solidify single positions instead of having rotating people at every single spot on offense h2o
6: um that's a hard question um, the
3: rest of us want to know we like we we see, we see this team as a potential top 4 team in in, in the Nevada division except for that they've yet to develop a single position with a single person except for the returner who's not playing with you guys this fall, right? Uh-huh. That's the one solid position. We're like, who's the returner? Savion Cunningham. Who's the quarterback? 17 guys. Who's the line? We have no line. Who's the receiver? 17 guys. Who's the, who's the tight end? 17 guys. When do you guys get to a point when what's the next progression for you and What's it going to take for you guys to have a solidified position? That's
6: really not my decision. That's really the coach's decision at the end of the day. Is is that
3: something you guys talk about?
6: I mean, yes, that is something we do talk about. I do do go to practice, complain about how I kind of just want to start for the whole game and stop doing a transaction so I can really get my work and develop my game because there's a lot more potential I can show in my game. Agreed. You got, but you got to stay healthy because you've gone down and had to come off the field yeah, a couple, a bunch of times. That's my that's my goal. Okay. Get bigger, get healthy, come out there and show.
3: Well, I will tell you if you start stepping up instead of retreating out the back, those injuries are going to go way down. Yes, sir.
2: So, that, what is your goal, Scott? That was going to lead into my question. So, we've seen you come in and out of play, back and forth with a couple of injuries. What is like the injury list look like? What is your expected one hundred percent healthy date? And I understand you want to say now, but realistically, what does it look like?
6: It's just uh, my right ankle. I always had a bad right ankle, but it's it's healing now. Um, my first game when I scored, I pulled it again, and it kind of I just started playing on it and didn't really care. But now that I'm kind of OTT's giving me a break for a week and two weeks to like get off my feet, it's kind of it's coming back, and I feel better now. Where I can, like last game, I was able to run on my foot and I no pain. So the first game, I had no pain in my right ankle.
0: All right, last question because we really are up against it. Um, what Keep are saying that, name? I got another question. Okay, ask and then <laughs> I'll ask the last one.
4: Go ahead. Will Damn, you be
3: too. the starting quarterback for OTT week one
4: of the spring?
6: Um, I'm going to say no comment on that.
4: He wants to be. It's not up to
6: him. Or he's leaving.
2: No comments. Um, He wants to be. So that's a fun answer. Okay,
1: last question. (laughs) My last question is this. Healthy. We know you can move. We've seen it. But do you want to be a QB or do you want to be a wide receiver?
6: I want to be a quarterback.
4: Okay.
0: Okay, here's my last question. Who do you patent your quarterback style other than
6: your uncle? I like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick. Those are my top two. Are you lefty? No. I wish. Lefties are deadly.
1: Yeah, they are. Except they're ball friggin' Never mind.
3: Uh, Then then you called it. Get in the gym. Get some meat on them legs. And you you can play that position. Because I've seen you run. When you're not slowly turning and running straight, you got some wheels. Yep. So get in the gym. That's going to be everything. All right. And yes, you sir. can catch. Jump squats.
0: You can catch Kyler Tannehill and the rest of OTT against SICK on the 21st when we reconvene in week five of the Vol Brawl. Our thanks to Kyler Tannehill. We appreciate the time, sir. And good luck the rest of the way.
6: Thank you. I appreciate being on here. Yeah. Good having you, Kyler. All that's
0: right. Nice. So we're going to have some uh, recaps from week four. If we can uh, roll the graphics, if you will. Butt, naked booty, shoes. Butthole. Oh, okay. Alright, as we go back to the recap in week four, we go back to Booty Scoop. Well, that's what you like to do for sure. hmm The game that we were hoping that was gonna be a game, but turned out into a thrashing once Kenny Mac arrived, as the Insomniacs do what they do. They're just better than everybody. And um run people over. Basically it was the game for one Eric Schufer Jr. Munchie have the golden sombrero of four tutties, three receiving, one rushing, and you see the rushing numbers um really it was just complete total balance of the offensive side of the ball. Once one Kenny Mac arrived, and you can see the uh, three-headed monster that is RTC, the bowling ball, and uh, Juice was just Juice-y. very hard to stop in this 48-23 beatdown by uh, the
2: champs. I, I should probably ask. That's a big man. I should ask him if he, if he doesn't mind me calling him Juicy or not. That might be te- a good ask. That, that is your teammate. That might be yeah. a good ask. Yeah, I, sh- I should definitely ask. him. All right, thoughts on that game? That went exactly how I thought it was. It did not go exactly. No, it right did it not, because the beginning of that did not. I there were a couple times where I, I just had to be quiet for. Now second. keep
0: in mind, the halftime score was nineteen to fifteen, and then we know what happened in the second half. But I, it really well, was a halves. It really was a tale of two halves.
3: I found something out that game. I thought, Sick was every bit the insomniacs, and they were missing some key components. And it turns out that currently they are not.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Insomniacs at full staff are... Who we thought they were? Head, no. They're better than who I thought they were. Mm-hmm. They are head and shoulders above the rest of the league, not just the Vegas division, when they are at full strength and not, not screwing around.
1: Well, keep in mind, they still weren't at full strength.
0: No Donnie, no Davick. Exactly. That, that, that
1: is a very good point.
3: That, <laughs> but my point is, at full strength, the only team in all of a7fl that has there are two teams that have the comp for them number one the tampa bay Nightcrawlers. yep number two bic but bic needs to get back to where they were not last year but the year before with the way the the way they were moving things around Uh, the, the u is old now in comparison and they need some younger talent to get back to that level is, is what I'm seeing.
0: All right, next graphic, if you please. So you,
3: but before we do that real quick, I want to play this clip from Big, Big Rob
0: because oh. I,
3: I think it's important. Yeah. If oh,
4: Insomniacs won, won the championship, I still don't think they played anyone. And hold, hold on, Scott. I, I was just sitting back
1: thinking, and I was like, maybe that's why They were
4: losing for the better part of 95% of that game. Because again, at the end of the day, what matters is they won.
0: To which, by the way, you can catch the returning three-on-one podcast with Matt Ryan, Rob Fabian, and Corey Hammond this Friday, wherever podcasts are sold on the- Yellow Rob on that. No,
3: I've got one response to Big Rob on that. Go ahead. There's nobody else in the league for them to play. So until New Jersey decides to actually take this shit serious and put a product on the field that can compete with the insomniacs, y'all are going to be left watching Tampa and Las Vegas duel it out every season.
2: Every single season.
3: You heard? Wow. It, it,
2: this isn't two, three years ago. <laughs> just more on the shirt, I'm just saying. Wow. This, 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 isn't, this isn't two, three years ago. Right. Bang! Exactly. Oh, sorry. They are no longer at the pinnacle of any. Part they can be they could be they, they can have be. the talent in in their division they just need to take the shit and they serious. have the smarts in their division and have, but they've and, been dog walking people for so long well it, and had
3: um, tampa took the, to the shit serious they actually have a better roster and more talent than the insomniacs but they get insomniacs have yeah, a they better it. football iq a better structure and can win games by doing that the entire time where tampa wants to be flashy
1: and I, let, me, let me just say this. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to let it go. I had a conversation with somebody recently that said the Insomniacs were an um, all-star team. And I'm sorry, but you're an all-star team for a year. Come year two and come year th- season three, as we're getting ready to roll into, um, you're no longer an all-star team. You
3: want to call the Insomniacs an all-star team? They will I be don't. an all-star team when we put... Darren Palmer and Justin Shepard and Savion Cunningham yes. and Nathaniel Webster Spencer and and Sayao and get oh, Trey Robinson the name and goes on, back, and on back on that squad get Tone, Viking back everybody. on it, then you can st- and and the rest of the All Stars in the Las Vegas division then you can call them an All Star team yes. or, but until then there are a bunch of dudes who love playing with each other I who have played in. Black tournaments all over this country, and which,
0: dominated and I, everybody. Which, by the way, they're in Florida. Florida. They're in Florida right now right. in a tournament. And right. I, will,
2: I will say this right now: if that happened, for whatever you guys can put up as much <clears throat> money you want to fund it, there is not a state in the country that could beat a Las Vegas team in a7FL. Not our All Star team. Not. Not in the next couple of years. There's no, no possible way. No. You can't, learn the, you can't learn the rules enough. You can't build the chemistry enough. It, there's, it's not possible. Every single person on that team is willing to sit on the sidelines for the entire game to make sure there's a W. Every fucking one. I'll just, You're not ready to do that. I'll just say this.
0: One particular game, they Innocence had their B squad, they put up 47 points. 13 players missing. And put up 47. 13 players and put up
1: 47 points. Let that sink in. So to get
3: yeah. into the rest of the makeup and predictions for or we we're just talking last week, right? <laughs> yes. Before uh, we get into last rapper. week, I just want to say, <laughs> did you guys know that the Outlaws have a coach in one Chris Wallace? No. Yes. Yes.
0: We found that out last week, yes. Actually, so, I found that out. Watch out, out for yeah. it. Yeah. That's
2: going to be serious. Yeah. Real serious. And Especially given, if they and, all buy in. And given if the, he can get them all to buy in, they, that's... They, they, given they, the, they and, can't step on the field unless they buy in. And given, exactly.
0: and given the information you gave us as we went off the air last week, oh, it's serious. It's damn serious. Yeah.
2: Hey, next mm-hmm. graphic, please, call on. I, I think they're one of the most stocked ro- rosters in the league. Game.
0: Game number one was the Alliance taking care of business, beating over the top 36 to 12. And uh, they ran the ball effectively. Mathal Wilson and Mr. Uh, Martin ran up, down, and through the OTT defense. Oh, you
1: didn't see this?
3: To 92 get. total yards yes. offense. Yeah. yeah. And only 24 rushing, and G Hurd is on the team. Yes. Yep. G Hurd, I don't know if you're listening to this right now. Make Tannehill your quarterback and get your ass in the backfield and run, watch run. your team sing take off, bro.
0: All right, and the last graphic, if you please, of week four. More of the same. um, They ran the ball. They ran the ball. The Devontae Moncrief is a fun player to watch run the football. That was a fun game. He really is. And their quarterback ain't
1: no slouch. No,
0: the return of Iriarte and the return of Moncrief definitely helps by the offense. And Jaden Webb is also fun to watch too on the oh yeah on the alienators. Don't get it twisted. Had was it. Kamari, Michael, that was yes. playing quarterback before yes. he got hurt? Yeah. Yes. That was a
3: different game with him at quarterback. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, hunt, the Hunters were in that game and were going to give them a run for their money that whole game had he not gotten hurt.
0: I just want to see Kamari and Mike and Perk, who didn't play in the game, obviously because he right. was hurt, I, I just want to see those two just build a rapport together because they could be something special. Oh, they out. really can.
3: Watch out for the future of the Hunters. They, they now have
1: a, a core to build around and a yeah, coach yeah. who is
2: serious about this game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, really? they got the building
1: block. Yeah, That's right. They're, they're, they're on the way. He's old school coach, too. So if you're not ready for old school, I understand. Well, and, but well, if and, you are ready for old school, boy, he's going to take and, your place. And I'm not
3: handing out passes either. There was some uh, poor exe- poorly executed uh, run plays where they had a, what could have been a great play. And just there, was, there's a lot more practice that needs to be had. And concepts need to be fleshed out. With, there needs with, to be aggression. With comp that they're going up against in practice. Because a lot of the stuff that they put on the field, the play design looked good until somebody with talent just step through, step through the line, and then it was done.
0: Yeah. All so right.
3: they need to get some scrimmages going.
0: Next graphic as we will reconvene, not this week, but next week on the 21st of January. Yes,
1: thank you, everybody, for letting me take this weekend off. So you're saying <laughs> we
0: got the Outlaws and the Hunters kicking it off at 1 p.m. Stay of black, course, Chris. we talked about Sick With It and Over to the Top at 4. And in the nightcap, the Insomniacs and the Alliance. At 7 p.m. Ooh. All three you can catch on Caffeine TV, a and of course, Fox 5.2. And by the way, there was another announcement made earlier this week. Derek, would you like to, Karen, share with us what, the, of what happened? Of a new... Um, Addition to the A7 family? Yes.
3: I got a baby, y'all. My XXY male ass can't generate any children. I'm shooting blanks, like, movie style. <laughs> However... The Department of Family Services saw fit to allow me to foster a child and I got a beautiful little two month old at home that is the absolute light of our life. And I wanna say thank you to my family and friends and the outpour of support. Like literally from Friday when we picked him up till Monday when we got back to work, my house was filled with people and gifts and love and people just Doing what the village does, man. The, the new prince of the A7FL has arrived. Yes, sir. This is the dude that's going to take us to the promised land in Let's about go. 20 years when he tells the number one, as the number one prospect of the NFL, fuck you, I'm playing A7. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got a new nephew. That was a great announcement, but. That was not the only thing <laughs> I was talking
1: <laughs> about. But that was so good right announcement.
2: You listen to the family.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That was
1: one A. We got to go one B. One B. no, this this is number two now. It,
2: no, 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 yeah, that's uh, number two. Yeah, that's number
3: two. Now that I see what you have pulled up, yes. Are you talking about the yes, the broadcast partnership? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> right, the other one, because the other no, one, we can't, no, 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 one we can't no. talk about. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> the, the you being coming a dad, which we all thought you were going to be a fantastic father, and and Jen be a fantastic mother. That's just that's amazing. That's given. That's He's got a lot of uncles. Crazy. He's got a lot of uncles.
3: Yes, a ton. 644 if you look at the chat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's on the low end. Yeah. But you know what? He only got, he only got one babysitter.
3: Uh, 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 that, She at home. Yes, sir. So, uh, A7FL has teamed up with the Creator Sports Network, which, for those of you who don't know, that is a team of high, high, high level influencers that take a7 or take their partners and put them on tv and have all of their followers see those games so as soon as a creator that's got two million followers puts you on their site you automatically have two million viewers and them vouching for you to see their game so i will remind you players once again get your social media right get your instagram handles together it is time for you guys to get the version of nil money and if you don't know what nil uh, nil money really looks like Ryan Day at Ohio State came out today and it said it cost him to put his offense on the field this year. It cost Ohio State and their boosters $13 million for their starting offense Good Lord. because they have their shit together. And if you guys take the time to get your Instagram right, get your promotions right, and start looking for sponsors as an individual and get your NIL deals together, you can get a one 11th of a $13 million deal to put an offense on the field. If you know what you're talking about.
0: Real quickly, we're going to try to go Dang. through this real quick because we were really beginning. Money. Scenarios for fall, bro. Okay, the Insomniac's coming in as the number one seed. Basically, if they win against the Lions, they will stay the number one seed. So if
3: you put that graphic back up there, there was three stars next to the Insomniac. That three stars meant they have clinched a playoff position.
0: Correct. They're in the Sick playoffs. Sick with it
3: shows that they've clinched, but they have not.
0: Then why is that a three stars?
3: Because the person who put this graphic together was... Being speculative because they think there's no way in hell they're going to lose. not beat or lose to OTT and then lose by a significant amount to drop them out of the playoffs. But if they lose, they will be two and two. And if the, all those teams that are two and one and two and two right now have a better point differential, guess what? Sick is on the outside looking in, so they have not clinched.
0: Okay, so obviously if the Insomniacs against the Lions, no harm done. If they lose by 28 or less, and losses by Sick and the Outlaws. Versus the Alliance and a higher point differential than Sick, and the Outlaws can be between the 2 and the 4th seed. A loss versus the Alliance and a Sick win and an Outlaws win. From there, it depends on everybody's point differential. The top 4 would all be 3 and 1.
3: Am I high? Because I don't understand. I'm not following this shit
0: at all. I'm
2: high. I'm not following shit. I just gotta pee. I'm just reading. So, okay. For, right. You slow okay. down. Like. Okay. For Sick.
0: For them to reclaim the 1
1: seed. Derek, let me answer your question. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> they right. win versus OTT. Okay. The Insomniacs lose. Okay.
3: So Sick gets the one seed if they win and Insomniacs lose. Yes. Got it.
0: Also, need point differential to go their way.
3: Well, if they win and Insomniacs lose, they clearly have the point differential yes. go their way.
0: For the number two seed, if Correct. they win versus OTT, the Insomniacs win, and the Outlaws lose,
3: then they end up with the two seed. They end Page with two. two. Seed.
0: For the outlaws, basically, win and you're in, three seed with a win and an alliance loss, eliminated with a loss of 23 points or more. That
3: is very significant, because who are the
0: outlaws playing? They are playing, if you put the graphic back up there,
3: they're playing the Hunters. Ooh, not as significant. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) And an alliance win, so... For the alliance, it was
3: the alliance I was thinking of.
0: Yes. Or speaking of the alliance, win and they're in with the three seed, with the win and an outlaws loss. They are eliminated with a loss of fifteen points or more, and an outlaws win. On, the can alliance we put that graphic win?
3: back up there one more time, please? Just leave it up there for the me. The alliance, alliance are playing the Insomniacs. Ooh. So, so we're clear. Dum, dum, if dum. the alliance lose by fifteen or, or more, more, and the outlaws win, and the Insomniacs have not not beaten someone by 15 or more in every game they've played except for the Nightcrawlers and Sickwood at Game 1, then the Outlaws are eliminated. Oh, sorry, the Alliance is eliminated. Yes. Correct.
0: If both the Alliance and the Outlaws win, then the 3 and 4 seed will come down to point differential between them, which currently the Outlaws are, as you can see, They are the fourth seed, and the three seed is the Outlaws. Fourth seed is the Alliance. So there you go. So Outlaws play the Hunters, Six playing OTT, and the Insomniacs playing the Alliance. Okay,
3: so what you did not hear in any of that is a way that the Hunters end up with a four seed, or OTT ends up with a four seed. That is because they are mathematically eliminated already. Correct.
0: And they just want to play spoiler. Okay. If they can. they,
3: They have the opportunity to play spoiler big time. If OTT pulls out a win, all hell breaks loose. If the Hunters pull out a win, all hell, hell breaks, breaks loose. loose. So you've got your motivating carrots, OTT, and the Hunters. Insomniacs could rest and really throw a whole bracket on his head as well. So that is a possibility. Or they can come out and lay the wood and allow the Alliance, I'm sorry, the Outlaws to get in. Or excuse me, the Alienators to get in. Alienators aren't
0: listening here. Yeah, they are not. No, well, so my, they're two
3: and two. So my understanding is, and they have a the bye week. My yes. understanding is, with a Outlaws loss by a significant amount and an Alliance loss by a significant amount,
1: the Alienators the Alienators, alienators end up in the four seat. Yep, but that is not in here. Nope, because that's a very far fetched situation.
3: It's not that far fetched. I mean, cause think Hunter's about it. They, well, they've got a fourteen point differential, right? Alliance is currently the four seed with a twenty-eight point differential. Outlaws are playing the Insomnia. If they lose by fifteen, if they lose by twenty, their point differential puts them lower than the Alienators, and they slide up into the four spot, and, uh, and Outlaws drop down. That was the big number.
1: Well, I guess that would be my thing. Why? Is my thing Yo. is you better damn well be watching next Sunday. Get, Get your, your popcorn mind. ready and and put some Tabasco on it. Yep.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, dude. Or some Red Hot. Eli <laughs> puts that shit on everything. I like Red Hot. Weep. Anyhow. Uh, Red Hot. Don't waiting. get me Round the table real quick. Final thoughts. Blue uh, Crystal. Make it quick. Not talking Scotty. about
2: meth. <laughs> what happened? Final uh, thoughts real uh, quickly, quick. Quickly, quickly, final quick, thoughts? Go. Man, I love you guys. Thank you guys for allowing us to uh, to represent you and, and to try and make your life a little bit better every week. Uh, thank you for allowing us to make you laugh. Appreciate you. See you next week.
1: Chris? Me? Yeah. Um, my final thoughts is simple: Happy anniversary, honey. Love you. Thirty years. Can't believe it. It is coming gone so quickly. Um, looking forward to Saturday.
3: Boss. I love my wife. I love my new baby. Thank you, mom, for all the love you're showing to your new grandson. This is an amazing life I'm living. This is 2024. 24 has been my number my whole life. This is the best year I'm ever going to have. Michigan just won the national championship. The lands are next. And you and me. It's on.
0: I'll just say it like this. Um, We're taking the week off to honor an amazing man who gave his life for equality in this country. CIA did. it. And while we've come this far and have made improvements, we still have a long way to go. But... We're taking this week off to honor and celebrate the legacy of one Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And of course, as a little boy, I can always remember the song that my grandfather would always sing in church on Sundays during Black History Month. Of course, the hymn that they sung when they were presenting him to his gravesite in Atlanta talking about We Shall Overcome. Yes, sir. But the main part was, deep in my heart, I do believe that we shall overcome someday. So as we take a week off to honor Dr. King, just remember this. It doesn't hurt to love each other. Doesn't hurt to say, I'm sorry, doesn't hurt to say, forgive me. We've come a long way, but we still have much more to improve. For Derek, for Scott, for Chris, for Pierce, our producer on site, thank you, thank you to Quan as always, thank you to our guest, and we'll see you on the other side of the ball, and we love you all. God bless you.
2: Hasta on the other down. side of the ball, there's always a taint.